Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Before we begin, because now we are going to speak of the non-living, we are going to speak of the monsters still living among us. We're going to use a black candle to protect our energy and protect our space as we transmute this horrific story and talk to the living and the dead. Okay. How was that? Was that a good prayer? Yeah. Give me a prayer. Give me like an ASMR. Thank you for letting us exploit your spirit. We will do it in the most respectful manner that we can. And we wish you the restfulest of peacefulest of rest. Thousand. And also just remember that exploit is a loaded word and it's something that we learned from you guys. So all around, we don't mean that in a bad way, just like you didn't mean to do all the stuff and they didn't, Alec didn't mean to hurt you. He made, he didn't hurt you. He killed you. So language is important. And so we're yeah, going to try to be gentle. You weren't getting punched, babe. You were just getting slapped. Taking it back to the herd. Taking it back to the herd. And the last thing I want to say is this is like the way that they use organs for like medical science. We're using your story and your natal chart for soul signs. Research. For humanity. It's for humanity. For humanity. Cheers. Great. Cheers. Oops. I blew it out. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles with the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings. Welcome back to the Space Trash Podcast. Dun dun. Bow, 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 bow. Boom, 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 wow, wow. I am Desi Handel. And I'm Sarah Armour. This is the Department of Criminal Astrology. Boom, boom. Welcome to day 29, day 30 of the murder, murder trial. We are going to get into the astrology. Let's just cover real quick what happened with the case and then tell us like the two biggest. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Characters, astrology, and then in general, the astrology. Okay. Wait, no. Listeners, you have to let me know how deep you want us to go into this. Cause like I could talk and talk and talk about so many facets of this. So uh, the more reviews and positive feedback we get asking specifically for more will help us to know that, <laughs> that you want us to. Okay. Anyway, a uh, long story short, the defense rested their case. The jury was sent into deliberation and within now I, I know it's a three, is it three hours or is it 30 minutes? I want to say 30 minutes, but that seems, Damn. but I think it might have been 30 minutes. Maybe I'll, I'll Google it, but like literally within record time, they came back unanimous guilty. Lol. I'll Google it right now. Yeah, Google it because I think it was really fast. And then at 9.30 a.m. Oh my God, a.m. Alec Murdoch. <laughs> three hours. Oh it took three hours. Three hours. Okay, so damn, that is where I just, I'm transparency, the storyteller and me wanted to say 30 minutes. Okay. But it was three hours. Okay. He was found guilty. And then this morning he was sentenced. The judge went through and asked every juror, like, are you, do you stand by your, uh, you know, choice? Decision, yeah. 
And they were all like, yeah, 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 literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we couldn't be more guilty, right? Because this was like the fastest was jury decision. Well, was it unexpected? Um, It's unexpected that it happened so fast because everything else about this trial has been so slow. This was supposed to be a three-week trial. We are now rounding out week six. Um, and the thing about a guilty verdict is that it needs to be unanimous unless they all agree it's a hung jury. And then I don't know what happens. The judge decides or something happens. Lawyers, literally what happens? I will Google, but it's not good. It's not a good. We need the, we need the jury to find somebody guilty or otherwise they're, they're pretty much proven innocent or not proven innocent. They're, what is it? They're, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Usually it takes a long time for people to incarcerate someone and all agree that fast. Like, yeah. Okay. I understand. It's like, it, it's a big like... deal. It, it's a big deal to, yeah, I was a bit I surprised. Mean, it could have been a hung jury because even though he was placed at the scene of the crime, what a win for the prosecution. In the end, they never recovered any actual yeah. evidence. Yeah. So, right. but I mean, I do think it's kind of enough. Like, well, if you're at the scene of the crime and that's something that you lied about, he said the last time he saw Maggie and Paul was like about 45 minutes ago, about an hour and an hour and 45 minutes. You say an hour and 45 minutes ago, and actually the answer was 13 seconds or you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, so it's interesting to think that he the, placed himself at the scene of the crime. Also, like, so remember I was telling you if I had to tell you, like if I had to like if you asked me what angle do you think Netflix was playing, the answer is he's guilty. And so I think that the entire narrative this entire time has been built in a way that did that never gave him the benefit of the doubt. I think even the way the story is being told in the media never gave him the benefit of the doubt. But also, you're right. There's like everything, everything from the incriminating, you know, like you, you taught us last week that the beginning of your 911 call from the minute that you dial, it's all getting recorded, right? It's interesting. It's interesting that I'm a legal expert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I can't believe you don't have your license yet. What, what's going on? Are you studying for the LSATs? What are you doing out here? Well, I stand by what I said last time, which is, do I need to go to police academy? What does it take? Like, all I want to do is, is, I mean, I have like so many thoughts about all of police these things. <laughs> like hilarious oh my, god, oh my god merch merch police academy. oh my god police ah! academy bitch and then we'll if give we some of the proceeds we'll give merch. some of the proceeds if- desi you're the designer bitch if we do not make this merch, i will be so <laughs> mad at everyone this year okay can we write this down though i'm writing down on a specific note with my pink pen police that's so good police yeah. academy hold on mm-hmm. i'm in love with that Okay. The bottom line is this is an interesting case because even though they didn't have any technically physical evidence, it was all about like what was missing, right? It was like, it was almost like about the negative space of it, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is an interesting thing it. to recognize that something actually is always going on in the, you know, when you're saying what's the other side of the story, it's like, well, the other side of the story might not be that he's innocent. It might be a fucking, um, let's write that fucking story. Where are the guns? Where is the blue jacket? Where is the blood residue? Where did he throw the brains out? Right. There was Mm -hmm. so much, Mm -hmm. but before this guilty verdict, I was excited to talk to you anyway, because there were so many characters that came uh, to really sort of round out the big show. Like it's like the finale of, Lame is when everyone comes out. We got a buster. We got a testimony from the sun. We got 
experts going Shut back and forth. Up. What did we Buster got, say? We got Buster. We got John Marvin, his brother, and Loki, his fixer, although now high key. Oh, but the thing I was going to say about what you said before about the media. Number one, if you're on jury duty, you're not supposed to be watching anything. Yeah. And I'm really surprised that the jury wasn't is it called sequestered it's like put in hotel rooms like like oh i see what you're saying yeah real world road rules sequestered at sea they had a harder time getting the headlines on their phones than the people that are jurors on the trial if you open your phone especially if you're in south carolina i imagine the first thing on google news or on apple news is going to be the breaking details of this case right so i'm not sure i didn't i didn't necessarily mean that they were being exposed to like the netflix doc i just meant when you listen to the story it's hard not to pin it on alex and i have a few theories because there's a few things about it that are fishy it would be hard and people did testify people experts i imagine testified like this would be hard to pull off with one shooter they were two very different kind of guns that required like dun, dun. i mean also he probably spent like life as a video game all this time thinking about how to like do this so right it could have been mm-hmm. like the gun was laying on the side of the thing and then he put it in the back there was also the getaway vehicle and you know what i mean there was a lot of thinking here but i just can't imagine that the story could be told any way other than he looks guilty because even if he didn't kill them himself, which I'm actually pretty sure he did based on a lot of things that we saw, either could have been someone else there, even if he is guilty of them dying. Like, he's mm-hmm. responsible for these deaths. He's responsible for their murders and the others. A little bit of housekeeping from last time. It wasn't $400,000 that he stole from Gloria Satterfield's sons. It was... Four million. Four million. Four yeah. million dollars. Was it? Which is such a funny thing, too, because it's like, assuming that he was going to pay them, assuming that they, it even existed, the guy was in so much debt. Maybe that was like the whole to-do. He's trying to like, you know, in Spanish, we say marear la perdiz, where it's just like, you're just trying to do like a look it over here, hand show, while you're fucking tricking everybody with your other hand. You know what I okay. mean? Okay, that occurred to me too. I'm like, does this count as like, is what he's going for with these, is this like the, the worst Ponzi scheme ever? Because like, you, we were talking about like, why would he want to kill Maggie and Paul? Like the other thing we got wrong on the last pod was it wasn't that she, like he didn't kill her because she was there. He got her to come home. He said, my dad's dying tonight. Come here. I need you to be here. She said, I don't want to go. Her sister was weeping on the stand being like, I told her to go. She had to go oh support Alex. Oh so the, the sister walked her into her grave because Alex was like, she got to come home. My daddy about to die. But then it also was like, actually, it was good news. He just had pneumonia in hospice. It's like, I don't know how that's like good news or what. You know, it's like, I don't know. I think it would have been better news if he died a little earlier and could have missed this whole charade, Alex. But whatever, you know, enjoy your pneumonia days with dad. He, you're right. It it was premeditated. This is what I'm saying. It was was extremely premeditated. Imagine hearing the story that I heard, which is just like the very, very tip of the iceberg. And then actually sitting through an entire trial where you're listening to firsthand accounts of this shit. Of course, it would be so easy to sit down with a jury of your peers and be like, you guys, he clearly fucking killed everybody. Right. Okay. But here's the thing. I'm not someone who's ever really been, like, deeply law-abiding, I would say. But, like, I feel like if there was anywhere that you'd be like, don't fucking lie, it would be the court of law. The thing is, 
like if there was a second shooter or if he actually didn't, you know, if he set this all up and then somebody else did the shooting, you know what I mean? Like there's, there are a few like scenarios where this would make sense, but they didn't prove that. That's the thing. They do put him at the scene of the crime, but they don't prove that Mm -hmm. he did it. And there is one piece that I have thought through, which is Maggie's phone, the whereabouts of Maggie's phone. And it's a piece of the story that one might argue that there was somebody wearing, you know, I don't know, like sockies or something that don't make any footprints with him or, you know what I mean? Somehow, some way there could have been someone else because the, there's there's a moment where the phones go two different directions. Okay. I think, and I need to make sure that I'm right about that, but that's what I understood from the story. Oh, you Again, mean Maggie's I, phone and, and, and the kid's phone? Now, no, the kid's phone. Okay, so at, after the phones went silent, also some of the language that the, like, I do feel like I wanted to give, like, the lawyers just some performance notes, like, just slightly better. Way. Comics are more efficient with their language. Like, mm. some of the language choices were like, you guys, like, <laughs> like he, he kept trying to get him to agree, like, do you agree, sir, that you are a family annihilator? Like, are you a family annihilator? It's like oh family God, annihilator nice. has no fucking not. That merch. sounds like the not name merch. of like a wrestling character. The family <laughs> annihilator. <laughs> wow. That's what it sounds wow. like. Yeah. What a good idea. That's where you are an artist and you can really turn the garbage into gold. Um. So anyway, yeah, actually, family annihilator does work at the, in the WWE. The family uh, annihilator. Alex Murdaugh, the star of WWE. Dude, even Murdaugh is a name for the WWE. But listen to me. So uh-huh. I know. Um. Can you believe it's Murdaugh? Like motion to re- write the word murder to now forevermore be reinstated as murder like can we just use that as murder it's a fancy now? kind of murder it's not a murder it's a murder it's, it's a murder because like yeah. that when you pull a murder it would just be like murdering your family <laughs> everything's a murder but not everything's a murder so let me ask you something so <laughs> when you're on trial for murder and then at the end they say you are guilty do they tell you why they think you're guilty You are guilty because, well, the judge does a sermon Mm -hmm. at the end. Can I show it to you? I'm down. That's what I wanted you to watch this morning, but it's like. I'm sorry. I was just like on a walk. I actually totally get it. I also send you tons of, I mean, I've literally been doing this. Like these are six hour court days. Like I've watched every, I've watched not necessarily in real time, but I have not missed a moment. And I'm proud to say that. Yeah, actually, when I'm committed, I'm committed, and I don't have, like, focus issues. I just, <laughs> you I know, know I, I clearly can focus. Um, uh, okay, so wait. Uh, Judge Murdaugh videos. Oh, my God, this is so fun. Okay. Judge so- Clifton Newman. Shout out Judge Clifton Newman. While this is playing, I'm going to look up his chart. He was great. I, I think the judge had a great performance all around. Oh my god, two eggs. Okay. We can make it slower if you need, but let me know. Oh my god, that's funny the way they move. This has been perhaps one of the most troubling cases, not just for me as a judge, uh, for the state, for the defense team. Ah, sorry, I suck. Okay, just let it play. Citizens in the state, and as we've seen, based on the media coverage throughout the nation, uh, you have a wife who's been killed, murdered, a son savage, savage, savagely murdered. 
a lawyer, a person from a respected family who has controlled justice in this community for over a century, a person whose grandfather's portrait hang at the back of the courthouse that I had to have ordered removed in order to ensure that a fair trial was had by both the state and the defense. And I've sat Whoa. through the trial, not only have accepted the trial, but also as the presiding judge of the state grand jury, uh, sat through and participated in the issuance of search warrants of various sorts, bond hearings, and uh, have had to consider many things. And we have this case, and I'm also assigned to preside over is it 99 others, at least 99 other cases. I got 99 cases. No testimony has on. come up regarding many of those other cases. Uh, I will not make any comment with, with regard to any other pending matter, as I have been assigned those cases as well. It's also particularly troubling, uh, Mr. Murdoch, because uh, as a member of the legal community, and a well-known member of the legal community, uh, you've practiced law before me, and we've seen each other at various He's occasions He's been a lawyer the years. in the court. They work together. And it was especially heartbreaking for me yeah. to see you um, go on, go in the media from being a, a grieving father who lost a wife and a son to being the person indicted and convicted of killing them. Jesus. And you've engaged in such duplicitous conduct. Uh, here in the courtroom. Gemini, 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 Gemini. And as established by the testimony, throughout the time leading from the time of the indictment and prior to the indictment throughout the trial to this moment in time, uh, certainly you uh, have no obligation to say anything other than saying not guilty. <laughs> and obviously as appeals are probably expected or absolutely expected, I would not uh, expect a confession of any kind. In fact, as I presided over murder cases over the past 22 years, I have yet to find a defendant who could go there, who could go back to that moment in time when they decided to pull the trigger or to otherwise murder someone. I have not been able to get anyone, any defendant, even those who have confessed to being guilty, to go back and explain to me what happened at that moment in time when they opted to pull the trigger, when they opted to commit the most heinous crimes. It's like, well, do you think this judge hates watching Mindhunter where it's like, I'll tell you the exact moment. <laughs> He's like, somebody just admit to me what it felt like. Well, that's Man. so interesting to say. I haven't even been able to get guilty, self-admitted guilty parties to just tell me what happened in that moment. I think that like, like nobody is telling the truth. Well, it makes me wonder, too. You know, when I was a child, I went through a traumatic experience. And then when I was forced to talk about it to the authorities, I literally could not bring myself to. And so I don't know. I think that that like, I think that in general, one thing that we are, I'm not saying that like, oh, the murderers feel trauma. I'm saying that like, this is a space of so much trauma. It affects like, well, actually, of all I, of I don't think it's, I don't it's think crazy. it's out of the realm of possibility that he feels traumatized. Like you can be upset. You sh You should be. Upset. Right, right. That's what I'm if saying. You just right, murdered right. your family. But I have a yeah. theory too. Like I sort of think. Well, the judge. Let's 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 okay, let the let's rabbi listen. wrap it up because he does say a few things that. Okay. I think ahead. he. I just think he's a classy dude. In this case, qualifies under our death penalty statute, based on statutory the statutory aggravating circumstances of two or more people being murdered by the defendant by one act or pursuant to one scheme or course of conduct. I don't question at all the. Decision of the state not to pursue the death penalty. But as I sit here in this courtroom and look around the many um, portraits of judges and other court officials, it wouldn't have been a penalty. It would have been what he wanted. He tried to kill himself already. Like, 
like he was going to murder suicide him and his family a death penalty would be a relief no he has to live with this anyway Mm -hmm. sorry duh sorry let him finish there huh and reflect on the fact that over the past century your family including you have been prosecuting people here in this courtroom and many have received the death penalty probably for lesser conduct Remind me of the expression you uh, gave on the witness stand. Was it tangled? Tangled up. We. Oh, tangled. So one of the testimony videos I wa- <clears throat> one of the testimony videos I wanted to show you was that on the stand, like the prosecution was trying to get him to basically answer like why he lied, like why did you lie? And before he answered, he sighed, and he was. It was like a real moment. He was like, because you know, like what a tangled web we weave. Once I started lying, I couldn't stop. But it was like, the mm-hmm. question was like, why did you lie about being at the scene of the crime? So it's like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. pretty big. There's just too much to hide. Yeah. It's like, but, but he, you know, I, I want to say Gemini to Gemini, I acknowledge this man's like commitment to the bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? No, when I lie, I continue to lie. And the question is, when will it end? When will it end? And it, it's ended already for the jury because they've concluded that you continue to lie and lie throughout your testimony. And perhaps with all the throng of people here, they, for the most part, all believe or 80, 90 percent, 99 percent believe that you continue to lie now when you your statement of denial uh, to the court. Perhaps you believe that it does not matter, uh, that there's nothing that can mitigate a sentence given the crime, the crimes that were committed. You know, a notice of alibi was filed in this case by counsel in November, and we conducted a hearing, pre-trial hearing, in which you claimed to have been someplace else at the time the crime was committed. Then, after all of the witnesses placed you at the scene of the crime, at the last minute, or last minutes or days, you, 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 you switched horses and admitted to being there. And then that necessitated more lies and continued to lie. And, um, and I said, where will it end? It's already ended for many who have heard you and uh, concluded that it'll never end. But within your own soul, you have to deal with that. And I know you have to see Paul and Maggie during the night time when you're attempting to go to sleep. I'm sure they come and visit you. I'm sure. All day and every night. Yeah, I'm sure. And they will continue to do so. And, and reflect on the last time they looked you in the eyes. As you looked the jury in the eyes. Um, I don't know a um, person who's always been such a gregarious, friendly person. Uh, and cause her life to be tangled in such a weave web. That's what's uh, so scary. a situation scary. that you, um, yours have spun into. Uh, and it's so unfortunate because you have such a lovely family of such friendly people including you and, and to go from that to this um, you know your license to practice law has been stripped away from you you turn from lawyer to witness and, and now uh, have an opportunity to make your final appeal uh, as, a, as an ex-lawyer and it's almost uh, it's really surprising that you're waiving this right at this time and if you have to do so, it's on you. I, you're not compelled to say anything. But you have the opportunity to do so. And I tell you again, I respect this court, but I'm innocent. I would never, under any circumstances, hurt my wife Maggie. And I would never, under any circumstances, hurt my son Papa. Well, and it might not have been you. It might have been uh, the monster you become when you uh, take 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 opioid pills. Maybe you become Oy. another person. Um, I've seen that before. The person standing before me was not the person who committed the crime, though it's the same individual. Um, we'll leave that at that. Before announcing sentence on these cases, with regard to all of the other pending cases, 
Are any of them here in Culloden, or I'm sure some of them are? Yes, sir. Half of them are? I, I don't have that in front of me, but there are a substantial number of charges here. There's some Hampton, Arthur, Beaufort, uh, Allendale. Um, there may be others I'm not thinking of right now. We might have won our welcome here in Culloden. Um, they have been, and I'll take this opportunity to thank Chair Phil and um, all of the court officials and, and really everyone I've met and, and dealt with while here in Calvin County. Just been great. But without any delay, we're going to schedule some of the other matters. I know Mr. Harputian's scheduling is complicated, and you've sacrificed quite a bit to be able to be here um, defending uh, Mr. Murdoch, as well as the Attorney General's office uh, with all the other many, many things and obligations you have. And to be able to have the Attorney General here, um, Alan Wilson, for the period of time that he's uh, devoted to being here along with everyone else, it's, it's, it's been... Uh, quite a sacrifice, uh, but there are other victims whose cases deserve to be heard, and this case has jumped some of those other cases, um, perhaps jumped it because of the, this case resulting in an assault on the integrity of the judicial system in our state. The irony, though, too, that even in court, he's, like, cutting the line. Like, this is just, it's like everything about it is so entitled, like, like literally, like we had, to, uh, like other cases had to stop to deal with your case. But it's right; it's what we were saying before. It's like because you are the system. Yeah, right. I mean, but that was not in his hands, though. I don't understand why they're throwing it in his face. It's not like he was. They're not. They're, he's not throwing it in his face. He's trying to say like this was a huge deal. Oh, okay, got it. I think you know. I don't think he's. Yeah. I think he's trying to say to him like you've taken up all of our time and you need to live with this for the rest of your life. And it's terrifying that he was. He's like, no, he he's worked as a lawyer in front of this judge before. They're colleagues. He was a liked, a well-liked guy. He I was know, popular. It's, it's like, he's like, that's what he's saying. He's like, this is so crazy that like, I just my don't friend, know that like, I, I feel like op- opioid use doesn't make you rage out. That's amphetamine, dog. Like op- opioids, aka heroin. You just pass. Hold on, hold on. So wait, put a pin in that, Um, you know, uh. The addiction specialist, Myra Armour, MD, and I had a long discussion about this, actually. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back to that. But let's hear, let's let Clifton Judge Newman preside. Law enforcement in our state. Even during this trial, an assault on the integrity of the judicial system in our state. Law enforcement in our state. Even during this trial, the law enforcement has been maligned for the past five or six weeks. Sorry, last thing I'll say, though, it's like the irony, also a Gemini, but like he is so Trump. It's the same as Trump, which is like, oh, because of you, like, we did see how easy uh, a, a storming of the Capitol would actually be. Yeah, right. But, oh, wait, everybody's racist? Like, literally. Okay, here we go. One who had access to uh, to the wheels of justice to be able to deflect the investigation. And as a, evidence is pointed out in this case, the looming storm that Mr. Waters talked about. I can just imagine on that day, June 7, when a lawyer is confronted and confesses to having stolen over a half a million dollars from a client, and he has a tiger like Mark Tinsley on his tail pursuing discovery in the case involving the death of Mallory Beach, and having a father, for the most part, on his deathbed. I can imagine, or really can't imagine, uh, I know it had to have been quite a bit uh, going through your mind on that day. But amazingly, to have you come and testify that it was just another ordinary day that my wife and son and I were out just enjoying life. Not credible. Not believable. You can convince yourself about it, but obviously you have the inability to convince anyone else about that. So if you made any such arguments as a lawyer, you would lose every case like that. Cases you will never have an opportunity to argue anymore, except perhaps your own as you um, sit in the Department of Corrections. 
Anything further? No, sir. Right, Mr. Meadow, I sentence you to the State Department of Corrections on each of the murder indictments in the murder of your wife, Maggie Murdoch. I sentence you for a term of the rest of your natural life for the murder of Paul Murdoch, whom you probably love so much. I sentence you to prison. Whom you probably. I love he's he's jabbing him. I know. He's he's for the rest of your yeah. natural life. He's Those sentences will run consecutive. Under the statute involving possession of a weapon during a violent crime, there is no sentence where life a life sentence is imposed on other indictments. That is the sentence of the court, and you are remanded to the State Department of Corrections. And officers may carry forth on the imposition. That's it. I thought it was a really nice uh You thought it was uh, nice. Yeah, I mean it's not it was it was it was like as wh- kind as that could possibly be. Yeah, I mean it was well spoken. He was he was being very uh, you know judicious yeah i think that um it's impacting because it was a conversation between two colleagues because he was literally like that you yeah well said right like this is this is not like a some guy trying a case of like some crazy teenagers or whatever this is a man who they've worked together in that courtroom where in the back there was a giant portrait of his grandfather that they specifically had to take down for this trial that it sounded to me like the ultimate version of like those those portraits where like the eyes are like roving like lol, lol, lol. you know what it sounded like to me like the visual I get is that like the the little prince was he was getting in tr- now he's in trouble like look what you've done little prince you could have oh just God, been right. a little prince this is emperor has no clothes it's like look what you've done so it's like the the kingdom has been left to the council the kings, all the kings are dead that preceded you. you all, the kings just... dead, all the kings are dead. 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 Now your son is dead. What have you done? Ah! You know what I mean? That's what I think he was saying. Pills under the bed, Alex Murdoch, with the pills oh, under pills the bed. Pills under the bed. <laughs> Jesus, what the fuck? So anyway, they said, Buster, do you want to speak? Does anybody else want to speak? Nobody wanted to speak. Except, of course, Alex was like, oh, I'll just say something. I'll just say a little something. <laughs> lol, 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 lol. What a guy. Gemini. And what he says is interesting. I am innocent. I would never hurt Paul, Paul or Mags. I think in his mind, he's not lying. He didn't hurt them. He murdered them swiftly. He blew their fucking brains out. They didn't feel a thing. There was no pain. And it's interesting, too, because even when he was talking about the financial crimes, it was funny because, like, he was talking about taking loans from the bank, which technically was a loan. And then he was also talking about, like, borrowing money which he also he borrowed money from his friend he bought but then when he was talking about stealing victims and clients money he also was saying like i loaned it out of the like you know the the 17 year old paraplegics account like with with all intentions of paying it back like in his mind he didn't steal he was like like ponzi scheme like using whatever money he had to pay for whatever the thing he needed but he was always going to pay it back and it might have just been like with Maggie and Paul's are charmed. I don't know, dude. That motherfucker okay. got his priorities all mixed up. Oh, I mean, I agree. <laughs> Which, by the way, to this day, look, at bottom line, bottom, bottom, bottom line, Alex Murdaugh is very mentally ill. Like, she oh, has yeah. shown across the board just... Monster. Just, in general, mental illness. Look, even... A- ill, he- right. Sick, like a... a, like a- an inability to utilize yeah. the information that's in front of you or logic in general, an inability to assimilate to human life as a proper fucking human on this planet. 
because of crazy shit. There was some of the stuff that he would do was so unhinged. That Un-motherfucking. That's but just cuckoo shit. But Sarah, like, those are the decisions that he thought with his whole ass, heart, mm-hmm. and brain, and mind mm-hmm. that were the most sage decisions he could make. Starting with trying to walk into that little girl's surgery while she was getting her hands sewn back together. Number one. Well, he was, I mean, let, well, you know what it is? Let me reframe this whole thing. Something that we haven't said, and we will be remiss if we did not say, is that first and foremost, this is a domestic violence case. This is about domestic abuse. Yeah. He was a walking predator. Yeah. It all is so vague because it is such behind closed doors shit. The ultimate assault of your of your wife is a murder. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. So this person was clearly super me- is is clearly super mentally ill and it was one of it was you know I mean it just really makes you wonder like this type of shit makes me go back to and wonder what the value of psychiatry is in our society I don't mean that there is no value to psychiatry I mean that like sometimes you hear about cases like this where you're like this sounds like an untreated case of blah 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 this sounds like an untreated case of this that the other you know what I mean yeah but yeah but here's the thing like this man suffered wild delusions yeah but while all of those things might be true First of all, not all mentally ill people are murderous, you know, left to my That's own devices. As not mentally all- Ill as I get, I'll end up living under a bridge or with some guy I just met before I murder my family. But exactly like, right. So let's know, just be I mean, clear. Not all mentally ill people are murderous, but the majority of not people- everyone with Tourette screams you're fat. It's like, but- you know. The majority of people who engage in murder and lying and manipulation to this extreme are mentally ill. <laughs> First of all, our men. Tully. Oh, shit. Our men. men. Oh, my God. Wait, now murder, women murder, kill. Murder, They're also yeah, women, t- women tully kill. I mean, women tully ill. Women tully ill. <laughs> women tully ill. Um, it's growing on me by the second. It, it's not it's not quite as natural. But isn't that just sort of the thing? Isn't that the thing? That's how the women killers are. It's like, okay, at first you're like, what, a lady killer? And then you're like, okay, okay. Ooh, lady. Okay. Uh Oh, Oh, you're a, you're a woman to Leo. So anyway, (laughs) yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, dude. He's a sick person. He's delusional, but no, I don't think there would be any kind of psychiatric intervention. And even if there were, it would require that the entire, that's why, that's what the judge was saying. He was saying the reason this actually, took six weeks instead of three is because the sheer power that you were able to hold for literally no fucking reason in this town and you still abused every privilege you were given and we all complied dude the fucking john marvin testimony his brother testifies to like not knowing what else to do but start cleaning up the brain with my hands paul what? paul deserves me to clean the brain it's like dude it's a crime scene the brother was the brother was one no, of the that's the next one I, i'm dying to show that we have to watch john marvin real quick any other thoughts on I this just, before i show you john marvin i just didn't know that detail no i don't have any thoughts on this this is just like so intriguing i mean i think that like you know you and i have a really interesting relationship to darkness we we like revel in it kind of and then when <laughs> you well i mean just look i'm i'm watching this man and demographically speaking, he is completely opposite to us. And yet 
dude, I just think that human beings are drawn to the darkness. And this is something I was talking about with somebody yesterday. It's like the most detrimental thing we can do is pretend like we don't all have murderous tendencies. Like I, Sarah, I understand. I thought about it the whole time because you were like, what is his motive? Why? I I actually really got into thinking about it. I'm like, no, he thought he was doing them a favor. Not only do you think he was going to Ponzi scheme solve this because he was going to receive the inheritance as her spouse of her $5 million estate. That was like her bounty lull. But then, but which then he could start paying everybody off and he might actually be able to get away with this and finally just get to rehab, you know, like for the record. Yes. Good on you for now. I like, just don't understand why you he's would be- been sober for 500 days, but only because he's been in jail also. And Sarah, by the way, there are so many ways to kill a person when people just willy fucking nilly go out there and commit murder and they're thinking they're going to get away with it. That's the part of about all of this that I don't understand. If this individual had a sound enough mind to actually plan out. Yeah, but Desi, untraceable no, murder, no. he could have Desi not wouldn't be necessary. You have to understand the same way that we were talking about how Paul is conditioned to just like lie like and he crash. He thought that the they weren't going to come after him. One hundred percent. He didn't. Eat, that's what I'm saying. That, that's why the whole thing is like I, Tanya buffoonish. He's a performer focusing on what am I going to do? The world around him was completely and totally imploding. Yeah. And he actually is the breadwinner for this family. He is a, uh, an assistant. That's a weird piece to me a little bit that he wasn't. Like he might have been like sh- short bus. Can we say short bus anymore? Like Wait, he might have been. I, before you move on, before you move on, I have to tell you Just something. because he had money and he was like fun to hang out with and therefore everybody just bowed down to him like he was King Joffrey. Listen, there was a case recently in La Paz of a gentleman, a prominent gentleman who killed himself and the lead in un- completely unexpected, like somebody who well loved in the community, well known in the community, very rich, blah, blah, blah the leading theory was that there was financial trouble or there was some sort of issue. And, you know, that makes me think now, you know, you're saying like, he really thought he could save them. So there's this like sort of double-edged sword to the concept that men are the sole breadwinners and that men have to carry the entire weight of everything, the sort of like the, the, the entire weight of the family. And it drives some of them to the point where they're like, no, I'm the man here. I'm the one that needs to take care of this. And if it means putting a fucking bullet in my head, I'll do it. It's not the first time that I hear you know, I went to school with a girl who found her dad hanging from the rafters and they later on found out that it was over gambling debt. And wow. if it's only men who fucking kill themselves over the prospect of not being able to provide or having been ill providers. I also think for somebody like him, who's like excessively wealthy, but like didn't feel I mean, it's really worth watching like his whole testimony. It's really funny because I do think there was a part of him that Gemini in him. I think at a certain point he knew that he was very likely going to be found guilty. Like there was a turn in the case when they showed up with the video of him at the crime scene, the party was over. Then he had to sit on the stand while he was already testifying and then change his story. So then the prosecution was like, the whole thing is just a lie then. Like, how can we believe anything you say? Like now the story is a little different. The whole thing was that he napped for an hour. He made this whole big deal of I napped for an hour. And then the new story, he's like, if I, so the, 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 lawyer's like when did you nap he's like if i napped it was like for like maybe like a second he's like so you napped for one whole second and then (laughs) it's just like no i think but 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 the thing is He's not, you delusional. know, that's part of the reason. He's not why delusional. The judge is saying, he is the he is the law. He's not. Well, delusional. that's part of the reason why the, the judge law. was saying he wasted their time. 
Mm-hmm. That's exactly part. I mean, that explains everything right now, watching those sort of last words that the judge offered, because, you know, it's like, look, man, you knew from the job. I mean, like little prince, check this out. Right. Like you knew what you were doing this whole right, time. Like, I hope you're you happy. Still, you still made us go through this entire fucking process. You knew exactly not only. And it's because you're the system. You were on both sides of this. Like you made us tango. You made us dance like a bunch of fucking monkeys right. just for fun. Right. This right. was a this, case closed, like open. This is like, this is like a really huge moment of exposure for this person. You know, I think that like, as a judge who has worked inside of a system that was create that was not created. But uh, not to mention, if you're not, if you're not watching the video, he's black. Like the black. fact that we are in low country, the real yeah, low country. I know. I, I South was Carolina and this charger. It's going to die. Hold on. And okay. Yeah, but like, it, it stood like, out to me that he was black. And I just, he and his charts, I, I pulled his chart up too. Like, it's just, yeah, he's in a, I mean, this whole thing is just made for cinema. Like, I just cannot believe the poetry, the poetry. Yeah, dude. I know. Like, oh, oh my God. Wait, real quick. Okay. So it, it's 2 30. And, um, when I was at the dentist the other day, I had, I had an absolutely revelatory experience at the dentist. It was, I, I, I was, I, I was and still continue to be highly joyful, elated. And Hey, look, I have, you know, uh, codeine. So, you know, Alec, am I on your level? Like, would I murder? I'm, I feel actually opposite of murderous, but exactly. no, I lost a wisdom tooth, but I am all the wiser for it. I had uh, an incredible time. But it was funny because I was scheduling the follow-up appointment. Feel? Um, I feel, feel like better? I just had a baby. I feel like uh, I, I, an unbelievable release, relief. Dude, you know what's funny? All my material, I have about 45 minutes on my experience with adult dental work, you guys. And then um, the dental. So at first when I started writing it, I had the dental work. Then I didn't have the dental work, so I had to talk about the dental work. Then it was like, I don't even give a fuck about dental work. Why am I even talking about dental work? And now I have nothing else to fucking talk about. Like, and everyone's like, Full it doesn't even look moment. like you have an underbite. It doesn't even look like you do. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but it's still, I do though. I, they're like, you're just making that face. It's like, no, I'm literally not. <laughs> like, stop. Who the like, fuck not. has ever said to you, you're just making that face? Bro, I think Molly on this podcast, everyone's like, you're going like this. And it's like, I'm literally not. What? James Sarah, would you- too. James would say that. And I'm like, no, they're like, they're like, we're looking at you. We're talking to you right now. We know that that's. And I'm like, no, it's literally the way that my teeth are sh- like, look, it's, it's my I just teeth. had, I, I just had a really interesting. It experience. is what it fucking is. Sarah, I just, had I'm not really talking inter- bad about myself. It is what it is. Like I, you will say things to me that sound like everybody says, ba ba ba, And you say things to me and I'm like, who the fuck says that? And you're like, everybody. And I just had a realization when you click with somebody or you have this experience where you're like, we are really good friends. Wow. This is like really easy chemistry. Wow. Wow. wow, This blah, blah, blah. Like literally you are the reason why you love somebody so much is because they can see from your perspective so much. Like sometimes you say things to me and I'm like, who the fuck says that? That sounds so retarded. And then I'm like, oh, that's why you and I get along so well. Well, because it's almost right, like because I you would you. never waste my well and you're the opposite of Murdoch. us talking about Murdoch is more valuable we're we're taking something again garbage into gold baby we are space a trash it's in the name okay yeah. Murdoch trash um <laughs> but like we right we we don't have to waste any time 
on like untruths, not to say that truth can evolve and science and spirit work together. You guys, as we learn more, we share it and it connects us to the divine and each other and the, the lab, you know, but anyway, I agree with you completely. Well, and that's also why this case is so chilling because the truth is all that Gemini, all that Gemini. So what's the song? <laughs> but anyway, the reason this is such a big deal and I think why there still might have been a hung jury and even watching him, you kind of liked him and his family did have his back. It's that like everyone thought they saw him and everyone thought he saw them. And no one except a little guy named Crazy Eddie Smith. The other thing, too, in the documentary, Morgan's talking about how abusive Paul was. Where did he learn that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you think that a kid just slaps a woman? Like, I don't think so. I think this is someone who's acting like his daddy. Right. That's a good point. Driving drunk home, knowing that he couldn't possibly get in a boat crash that would actually have any consequence. Also, it's like, um, you can't tell me if, you know, again, I'm going to go back to this point where it's like, Maggie didn't know you were on pills. How? I just is like, there's so much that's like a lot of people, if a lot of people were blind to a lot of this stuff, it was willingly because you can't fucking hide. Let me tell you something. He definitely was not taking a hundred, a hundred oxys a day. One, he'd be dead. That would be. Well, didn't you love the way the judge, you love the way the judge was like. He was like, 30, and you were 40, taking 30, 40, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 pills a day. Like he was counting, like counting dimes. Like, I mean, unbelievable. He was, I thought the judge really, really uh, crushed. I thought he nailed, yeah. I thought yeah. he nailed the landing, you know? So, but I'm yeah, saying. He said, I've worked with you in this court. Sarah, my I co-worker. have family members who are addicted to Oxy and you can never not tell. You guys have to understand how much we're not talking about like smoking a J. We're talking about like fucking heroin. It takes over. You change the speed that you talk, the speed that you walk. I remember looking at my cousin and he would, you, it would almost be like he was filled with helium. Like he was just slow on opioids. Bro. Yeah, but here's the thing. I, I don't know. Maybe there's somebody. I, well, I just here. Let me. First of all, according to Myra, no, some people get really hopped up on. Right, she's like, can. it's not. Well, and she said to me, she said it's not the same. He wasn't on. Well, and he wasn't always on oxycotton. He he had both. He had oxycodone and oxycotton, and maybe not oxycotton, but oxycodone in a low dosage. It would be really hard for me to get like actually addicted to this toothache codeine right now, right? But I could really like it, and then like take two and then like yeah you know you know and then I, and then my body starts to tolerate it and then i need something heavy you know so everything is everything that's why it's like you also have to understand where murder could happen because it's like everything i get it for the weed is a gateway drug but the vagina is the gateway it's like earth is a gateway drug to death so either way that's where we're all going i do think that alec all i'm saying I, is this shit was much more blatant than they wanted. It, the whole thing, that's why the whole, it's a comedy. That's why yeah, it's, it's been going Tanya on Harding forever. Stupid. It's just nobody wanted to fucking give a fuck until now. Right. The reason that the trial took so long is because he faced them with themselves, which is how fucking dumb everyone's been acting. Like literally brainwashed, like zombies. Like this is a funny premise. Like the whole town's like, no, no, that's a murder. And like, these are the literal most like gnarly backwoods. I wonder if they're going to put grandpa back up. I was thinking that. What do you think? They probably will. <gasps> and maybe they'll just say, leave it down. Just leave it down. That's their name has been, listen, this is a massive moment 
in history for that town. The implications are widespread. I'm so glad this era is ending. We'll get into the astrology of 2008 until literally this week. What is the beginning of the story? What is the end? We're going to do it wow. in depth at the moon Yule on Monday. So you're going to want to come because these are the days of your lives, people. And you know what? Paul and Maggie, zero days left. So that's what we're here to talk about. So oh my God. <laughs> Let's take a look at a few other key moments of the testimony. So what video should we... So you want to see... So you didn't see Buster? No, I actually have not heard. The, the the most I've heard from Buster is the recorded calls in jail with his dad. What did you hear? Oh, you heard them from the doc. Right, right. Just from the Netflix doc. So I have not heard any sort of testimony. I remember we were saying during the first... During the first episode, I was saying to you, I've got my eyes on Buster. I wonder about Buster. Like, it cannot possibly be that this whole ass eldest son, firstborn, just kind of doesn't know what's going on. You know, some, some, some. He was on the stand, though, right? He was on the stand. Let's take a look at some key moments. But what Mm. I will say is what even just some of these headlines are saying, let alone the body language, is... (laughs) That there is a high potential, especially because the actual real story story starts with the murder hit and run of Buster's um, uh, alleged boyfriend, which no one is. I mean, that case needs to be reopened. But at the end of the day, the outcome of this is that Buster Murdoch lives freely as a gay in South Carolina then it was all worth it. Like, honestly, if you are going to shame and silence and send your kid into hiding for not being into women, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like, if he's not straight, then you're going to kill his lover. Like, I don't know. That's whack. That's then, the going theory. That's the going theory. But like the fact that that, the fact that that's even a theory speaks volumes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, on, on what and, and there's no theories about that like with paul you know like this is not a town where there's a lot of like big queer action happening so i feel like the fact that buster was even who got really close to this guy and they would have secret math time and doing secret guys homework math time whoa the bottom line is what people are saying is that it's possible that buster is uh wait i just rolled by a psychologist buster murdoch testimony shows an anesthesia of trauma So here we go. Let's take a look at just some highlights of Buster's testimony. Let's get on it with this fuckery. Let's get on it with this fuckery. Oh, wait, am I recording? Oh, my God. Wait, wait. Bitch. L-O-L. Bitch, 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 bitch. You must be, right? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Um, (sighs) That would be a crime. Now that would be a crime. Okay. Tell me if you need me to slow it down. They bring the jury. Bring the jury. Bring the jury. Bring the jury. Look at all these people just sitting here like it's theater. I mean, it is theater. That's what I'm saying. Like, I have had this major realization. Like, oh, maybe I should go to law school or police academy and really take over. She keeps saying police academy. Police What are you, fucking Billy Billy Crystal over here? Police. No, police academy, like, (laughs) needs to be done immediately. Like, la, 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 la. Yeah, it should be. There should be a redone of police academy, and it should be women just like... The ghost and police. And, police. Okay. and that's like when people try to lie to their face, like Al did, they'll be like, police. Okay, wait, okay. The jury's back. The jury's back. Okay, here we go. I mean, just I'm the name Buster already throws me off. I'm sorry about his mother. And I'm sorry about your brother. Sorry about this motherfucker. Okay. Thank you. 
Sorry about your mother. I'm sorry for your loss. Yes, sir. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, that's a mini Alec. When you are leaving the main house, you told Mr. Griffin that the, the main entrance was the brick entrance. Yes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. But there's also a side entrance. Or by the kennels. Yeah. The entrance exit, I'm... Yes, sir. Okay, so totally different entrance. The yes, sir. Okay. I just want to say, side note, if you're in the mood while you're Googling whatever device you're not using, maybe your phone, if you haven't seen it, Google Moselle property just so you see where he's talking about. Dude, Moselle. Dude, somebody on Instagram, apparently they're my family member. Their name is Grossell Handle. Grossell is like just kind of... Grossell. And then well, there's... I feel like this a... crime scene went from Moselle to Grossell. And a lot of times y'all would use that kennel entrance exit to go just like you use the main one, right yeah you, you would i would say that i'm more so tend to use the bodies were found at the kennels you were leaving the main entrance mm-hmm. and you got down and then you know it's kind of a wild it kind of cuts off to the kennel too right sure so you go straight left if you were leaving it might going straight and if you were looking out to the left and the lights were on you'd be able to see the lights on at the kennel just from that little while wouldn't you maybe depending on what lights are on and whatnot i mean mm-hmm. if it was fully lit up maybe how me where your grandma and granddaddy were is that close to the i think it's, it's close to the law firm isn't it anywhere in hampton is close to anywhere in hampton because it's not very big but i mean it's, it's a 10 10 minute 12 minute drive out to alameda i would think from from the law firm how many times have you been there with your dad? I wasn't quite clear with your answers, Mr. Griffin. I'm not trying to be difficult, but I'm sure, and I can't give you an approximate number, but I mean, I've been out there with him several times. You said you called. Did you always call when you got there? Yeah, I feel like most of the time you would call just to tell, you know, because the ladies get nervous, you know, if you, if you aren't, if you hadn't called and they see a car pulling in the driveway, you know, it's just easier to call and let them know, like, hey, we're pulling around, you know, please unlock the door. Or we'd like to come in. Your mom loved that stuff, didn't she? Yes, sir, she did. I love that stuff. I think the last time you've been to Moselle, you said was the spring, maybe a few months prior to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to say yes to the and you talked to your mom that day on June 7th? Yes, sir. And I think you talked to Paul the last time on the 5th, if I'm not mistaken, June 5th. That's what you told him on the interview. Sure. Okay. And Mr. Griffith asked you about the financial troubles and that have come out here. You had no knowledge of your, financial, your dad's financial difficulties at all, did you? No, sir. You really did? No, sir. I really did. And uh, as far as you knew, financially, the family was sound. Yes, sir. When did you learn it? What? I guess on September the... Whatever that day in September was. So back in the, uh, the birthday, I guess for your dad, Memorial Day, Benedetta Sure. And this boating, the boating accident, that was pressure on the family, wasn't it? I don't know the pressure is the right word. I mean, it's, it's definitely an, an, an uneasy feeling. You know, your, your brother is criminally charged, and then you, myself, and my father have civil charges. I mean, definitely unsettling. I mean, it caused stress within the family, didn't it? It, it, was, it was stressful. I wouldn't say within the family because, I mean, you know, we supported each other. And, sure. and I'm, not, I'm not questioning that, but I mean, your mom felt ostracized? Yes, sir. So you more so want to say that stuff? Yes, sir. You were shown the three video with the shirts and the pants. You remember that? Yes, sir. When you saw your dad on the night of June 7th, what did he have on? When I made my way up to the house, he was wearing um, shorts and a, and a T-shirt. You never went back to Moselle? After this incident? Well, I mean, after, you? if you take June 7th, on June, I mean, I've, I've been back to Moselle since then, but I've never slept another night at Moselle. Did you get you to go hunting out there again one time or suggest it? Um, he, he asked if I wanted to, and, and if I wanted to, that I could. But you didn't want to? No, sir. Didn't, didn't want to go. That's all I have. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Let me sit down. You're the next witness.
Okay. That was super uneventful. Sort of boring. He does seem traumatized. My impression is that he has no affect. And even when his father was being sentenced, I mean, they showed him, talk about Gemini shit. Alec is in one of the split screens and then Buster is in both of them. Literally like a Giselle, Giselle, the Desiree grid post vibe, right? Like you could see the side of his face from behind his father and then the front on face in that split screen of the and that's sort of like that's great sort of poetic about that you know like okay like he's the only remaining son of this obviously two-faced operation of a family here yeah and i also was wondering as he was talking if he receives training absolutely yeah shortest answer possible we were a happy family and just stay really neutral exactly this is maggie's sister um so that was fine she was really involved with my schools um Back in June of 2021, was Mr. Randolph suffering any health issues? Oh my God, Alec! The look and on his face when all these people are taking the stand, dude. You should see. No, you should see my phone. I literally have screenshots, tons of screenshots of just his eyes. I know, dude. They look like he looks much more comfortable. Obviously, when Buster's on the stand, but the way he looks right now with Maggie's sister on the stand, it's like, whoa, that's very telling. It's telling, but it's also like how much of it like he is a lawyer at the end of the day like is how much of it is a performance do you know what i mean like at the end of the day like he did make whatever regret or remorse he feels he did make these choices and he did choose to testify for like three whole days he took as long as he possibly could like i it's it's not adderall brain it's oxycontin brain where he's like um yeah but it's not like sharp he's just like compelled to make certain choices and right, and then you justify have to question, them completely like, to himself. He's just justified what's, them. What's the point of that? And it, it makes you think that maybe he wanted to make it just look very chaotic because at the end of the day, the thing he was saying was somebody was on my land seeking vengeance for the boat accident. So maybe he just wanted it to look like it was this super chaotic scene. But the fact that the phone, yeah, but the really stupid thing though, is like their the phone they, was somewhere else. They had to drive to it. They had to drive to it. It was I didn't, like, I didn't under, like that whole part to me was like this is insane. I'll, like I'll explain fuck? it. He tossed it. He he tossed it on the way to when he was leaving. He tossed it. Right, I understand. But he tossed but... it in the other. He tossed it out of the other side of the car that he turned. So it could have been like he actually might have even had the the delusion of like I did play baseball in college. They'll never and find. So this. when I throw this, it's going to be far enough away that they're going to be able to say no. He didn't even drive that way. Which at the end of the day was like, this is the part that I don't understand. I understand the mechanics of how the phone got right to where it got, but why not just leave the phone on her? Okay. Here's my theory. And, I have um, a theory. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Mistreated. I have a theory. Yeah. So, so we know that Alec pretty much insisted that both Paul, the point of Buster's testimony, and he didn't answer it. Like, good boy. Good Buster. You're a good, obedient boy. The point of Buster's testimony was say, you would never just walk into Almeida where his parents lived without calling first. And then it was to say how far that house is. Mm-hmm. The mother usually sleeps at Edisto, lol, all the properties. So the mother loves to sleep at Edisto. She really didn't like to stay at Mozelle because she was more of a girly girl. So she always stayed at Edisto. But on this night in particular, that's what the sister's about to say. Alec was like, I really need you to come home. Like my dad just went into hospice today, which is true. On this day, June 7th, 2021, he got all at the same time the firm confronts him about stealing millions of dollars and fires him from his own company pmped which also looks like pimp Pimp? that's funny okay maybe that's what made him go home and kill her for the money 
Well, it certainly is. And simultaneously on his way home, he gets a call from one of the caretakers and it's like, your father just entered hospice. Party's over. Everyone out of the pool, right? Mm -hmm. So this is a day where he's losing his father, who, if you remember from the documentary, his father was actually why Alec might be a big fucking idiot, but his father took care of him in a way that he raised a child that was actually so pampered that he thought he could get away with murder, right? right. Mm-hmm. So like, lol. talk about, I mean, helicopter parenting. And he did get away is, with murder until he didn't. That's exactly right. But he, but he did is the truth, right? So Randolph Murdoch, though, he was the last of the of the Murdaughs who really actually actually was impressive. This is like the Nepo baby generation of Murdaugh children. None of them are actually as successful as any of the previous generations, which is sort of the beginning of the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Melissa Rivers made it to E, but we're not hearing from her and we don't want to, you know? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's sort of the Alec Murdaugh as like volunteer solicitor. I think that he had been, according to what he told Maggie's sister the day after the murders whoever did them took place what he said to maggie's sister was i know for a fact that they did not suffer they they were not in any pain oh, that's right sister's like we got to find who did it and he's like honestly it's about the bokehs and whoever did it has been this is what alec offered up as the only thing he knew it's like Barr. he said whoever did it has been thinking about doing it for a really long time. Mm. And whoever did it must really hate the shit out of Paul. That's what I was saying before, right? So I think he had been thinking about it for a long time because as pressures were mounting, he was like, look, even if I don't kill them, their life's going to suck. And I can't get Paul out of the boat crash. I can't afford to defend any of us. And then pay out settlements in the boat crash. I can't do anything really to ensure that I'm going to be able to keep my baby boy, Paul Paul, out of jail. Whatever the other two murders were, there was really nobody there similar to this one. The boat crash is the outlier here. It was actually an accident. He was an idiot teenager drunk driving a boat, you know? Yeah. So. And a massive tragedy that impacted the way. Multiple people in a way that was like, and and in a way that was public. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like even the Stephen Smith, that impacted a lot of people, but it was like it was like the who done it of the Well, the problem town. is that that's what I was gonna say earlier. The problem with this specific case is that there was just like more people involved. And so whereas he started immediately Alec Murdoch's manipulating and massaging like he's used to doing, he's massaging the situation, mm-hmm. he's giving people instructions, he's already trying to lay down the foundation for a bunch of lies, like he's used to doing. In this case, there was just too many variables and too many other factors and too many people who just didn't have the same priorities as him. You know, I feel like, and I was thinking about this, I feel like Alec, and this is, you might disagree with me. Oh, I hope I I do. That's what make, make a good podcast. I feel like he really... I feel like he would have helped. I, I feel like he was like, let's help all these kids. Like, like I, I know that he was trying to set up this other kid, but there's a part of me that feels like they were going to finagle it. Like, I don't think any of them would have gotten. I, I think that had Alec been in the right mind, there were solutions to every single fucking thing he put a bullet through his son for. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, of course. Like, yeah, everything's figureoutable. It's, it's written on my 
magnet on my fridge but like but like this is a guy who is desperate he's on millions of well that's what i was gonna say that's what i was gonna say he made bad choices and stuck to them do you know what i mean it's like it's like committing everybody yeah yeah committing to the bit and it's like that's what he even said on the stand. He said, "Oh, the web, oh, the way the webs we weave." It's like, dude. First of all, don't say that on the stand. But At that's least, the thing, like, the like truest thing he said, which is like, look. Once I just started lying. He, the, the, the stupid thing about the, the prosecution, they spent way too much time being like, "When did you decide to lie? When did you decide to?" Lie? And it, maybe it was a backdoor way, like the backdoor near the kennels with Moselle. Ah, but maybe it was a backdoor way to just continue to like show don't tell that like he didn't decide to lie or not this dude is a liar like it's a way of being you know here's the thing i don't think exactly right that's what i was gonna say so it's like why would he say that on the stand i just think that that's exactly how his brain works i agree and i also think i don't think he was ever trying to but that's the thing he, we're delusional we're like he wasn't trying to hurt anybody it's like okay but like he now has been found guilty in the court of law unanimously for murdering his family and now they're going to reopen the other two cases like this dude murders people of course he didn't give a fuck about the other kids i think he would have done what he could to keep up the charade that he was a great dude but no under no circumstance would it be better for connor if he took the heat for the if he took guess, the heat for okay. driving the boat it's like uh why yeah, no i just realized off getting a manslaughter charge than your son who actually was driving yeah, I mean, I, I guess I just realized that, like, we don't know anything about his past. So, like, at this point, because of, oftentimes when you hear about criminals, you do get a certain context about where they came from. And so then you can say, like, either, oh, wow, this kid was just a fucking freak show out the gate. Desi, we know every single thing we need to know. He is a dumb jock no, addicted to Oxycontin who on. thinks that he is literally law and order. He yeah, is the law. He's saying. like King like, Henry the Eighth. I what is the I am if the law if or whatever. I don't he know how to explain law. what I'm saying. I don't know how to explain what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is that I think that like this is a case of like uh a, a like he just he started going up the incline of power and yeah. just like all like all of these factors started to fall into place. Like the drugs yeah, I don't think I don't and, think that he was like a murderous homicidal. That's what I mean. No. I mean like yes, I agree know, with that. That's a different, so different. That's more of like, a. That's what I'm saying though. That's a Dahmer. That's more of a Dahmer. That's what bomber. I'm saying. So so it's interesting because the reason why I mentioned it is because when you listen or you watch or you look, there is in this case there's so many really interesting unique pieces about this case, oh, yeah. but like well, you can see. I love these, this. Oh shit. shit. There's what? these little cracks in in the armor. No pun intended, Miss oh. Armor. Sometimes I got and, a crack in the armor. I mean, you got plenty of cracks, um, but specifically one large one. But anyway, um, you can see these human aspects of them. It's like they start to crack, and you can see the look in their eyes, and you can see that, like, you know, sometimes I look at Alex and he's just like, holy shit. Like, I didn't mean for it to come this far. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it, dude. Anyway, I'm just riffing. All right. Yeah, all right, man. Let's get into okay, the right. astrology. But, okay, wait. The last thing I want to say, though. You didn't see the kennel video. So here's, let me just break it down real quick. Let me break oh, it yeah, down. Snapchat. So, okay. Wait, first of all, why do I think the chaos around Maggie's phone? Because I think that on that day when his world was literally the walls were closing in on him he was like okay this will be the day that you die and then from there he didn't really have a plan he was just like i'll figure it out there's literally no one for miles we have a hundred rifles here and i'll figure it out you know what i mean he's like he's he is like us in that he's medicated and winging it 
you know, he's Trumpian in that way. Another Gemini, like he's just like, um, I have all the things that in my mind I have figured need figured out. I have an alibi. I'm going to visit my parents. I'm going to make yeah. phone calls. Like he really wasn't. So what I think, I think the reason he took Maggie's phone is because I think at the beginning of this plan, I think he shot them. And then when he was testifying, he basically was like, yeah, the kennel video happened. And then he quote, got out of there. So it wasn't even like he was saying like, and then I left. And then like, if only I hadn't left. And two minutes later, my, my family was gunned down. If only I had left two minutes later. No, he was like, I got out of there. It's like, okay, you're talking about a little like it's a crime scene, but my God. Also, why would you lie about where you were at the scene of the crime if you didn't know that it was going to be a crime? But okay, okay. So I think he took Maggie's phone because I think that he was going, remembering the conversation that she had had with her sister I think he was going to be like, no, look at Maggie's phone. We did go to my parents' house. My dad has dementia. My mom has dementia. Now I'm going to know. And she just waited in the car. And then we drove back. I think for a minute there, he was like, I'm going to pretend that Maggie and I went. But they were already dead, is what I think. And so then he was like, well, fuck, fuck. And then he was like, it's over there. Somebody took it and ran. I'm going this way. That's my theory. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Any other questions, though, before we dive into the astrology? It's fucking fascinating. I'm just like so disappointed in him. With everything that he had, he really could have gotten away with this murder. <laughs> Sorry, Paul Paul. Sorry, Mom, No, no, Mom, I agree mad. completely. But it's actually like, no, he couldn't. It's like, this is the product of, of Nepo criminals. Like, it, maybe it works in Hollywood, but it's not going to work. It's not going to work in murder. <laughs> okay. You, you know, I've been seeing, no, I've been seeing. You don't get few... to just be bred into being a master, criminal mastermind. Sorry. Yeah, no, but this was a crime of passion, what I think. Oxy passion, like a crime of long-term passion. I think that he thought he was doing, I think he thought he was saving them. He's like, you guys don't want to be on this earth when actually the walls fall down. And I think he thought of their killings as like a mercy killing. And then when he decided to kill himself, he kind of bamboozled Curtis Eddie Smith into it. He failed at that, but that's why a death penalty wouldn't be a penalty. He was like down to die and kill his family. He was like, oh, we don't want to live if we're not like rich in charge and being like getting our dick sucked by everyone. Like, I don't want to actually go down. He was ready to die and he was ready to kill them too. And Buster, I think he thought he had a shot because Buster was in law school and he, and he went to the gay conversion camp. Not even allegedly. That's just, I'm just being rude, but I mean, I do think that he squashed Buster's soul in the killing of his math tutor, the one gay kid in town, lol, who everybody knew he was really close to, you know, like, Mm, not that. so i think i think he was like okay my legacy will be that buster gets my insurance money he goes on to law school and continues to be the upholder of law and order in this town and it's like you're cute <laughs> you obviously didn't do your homework you obviously didn't do your homework just like buster didn't do his homework uh-huh yeah you, you wish a gay guy things. was writing this you wish you had some smart gay doing this <laughs> well then it was plagiarism for buster so who well knows? buster right then buster got got for plagiarism Come oh my on, god buster. right the irony i'm just saying why would you give a, a real human that name isn't that a name it's not like a name like, it's a family name so i actually wrote this like down vacuum cleaner that's actually a dust buster totally different oh yeah here's i have so many notes on this alec murat said that he the reason he lied on the stand is because he doesn't trust the law enforcement agency it's like what he carried around not only his badges but his grandfather's badges that doesn't oh. seem uh, official business um, <laughs> official business like lol, lol, lol so basically it was like randolph murders randolph murder senior (laughs) it's like randolph they all go from like randolph randy buster and they switch off 
nicknames. So that's the order of it. So he was next in line. There, there was a buster coming up next, and, and he's that buster. Oh. Paul does seem to be a random name. I, I think there is more to the story that we are going to find out. And anybody else there was no, completely and totally on. coercible into doing Sarah. whatever to survive. Absolutely fucking not. If that is the case and there is a second shooter, then, then that he might person be also needs to get held responsible. No, I don't know, dude. Well, the, my the only co- thing is, where was Curtis Eddie Smith? Because the only person that actually came out on top here is the guy who he tried to get to shoot him. And he, I wrote it down just now, he ended up with a sum total. The only person Alec was paying was the drug dealer, Curtis Eddie Smith. He ended up with $2.4 million. Yeah, but what was that money for? Well, he says it was for drugs, but I, it's also possible. Like my my theory would be like over the course of a long time, aside from drugs, it was like, look, you're going to have to help me launder this cash. Launder this cash, kill my wife and son, and then make sure that my one remaining son gets some of this money. And he's like, what's in it for me? And Alec and he's like, well, you might have $2 like a million dollars, dumbass. Right. It's like, you might have like, you might have like an income. You might be able to move out of your shack. Yeah. It was funny to think of like, this you can fucking... move out of the gas station finally, Eddie. Yeah. This podunk drug dealer just holding on to Millie's. Have you seen his picture? I've seen him in the, in the fucking thing. He's hilarious looking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right in the dock. He's yeah. an unbelievable, like, the only friend that Alec actually had in the world was that guy. I'm just so disappointed at every aspect. I'm disappointed when I see the Moza property. I'm like, lame. This property's lame. It's all and lame. I, when I hear the details of the murder, I'm like, lame. It could have been more exciting. It could have been better. It could have been cooler. It could have been. Well, so here's what I think, though. I think that lame. he. That's where I think that I, Tanya, creativity comes in, where it's like we get to sort of like ideate mm-hmm. on like what might. There's like, there are all different versions of what might have happened like either way he was there and he was a part of it and that's fine like i've been watching listen first of all i heard another person say family annihilator right after me and you talked so wait what wait in the last hour yep i wanted to record i'll record i I can find it i'll play it back he said oh you're gonna annihilate your family with that yeah but that's a sentence that's like okay i'm gonna have dinner versus like i'm a dinnerer i'm a dinner haver i'm a dinner haver it's like well even dinner but really quick just really fast annihilator Now we're dilly-dallying. We're going to have to cut most of this, but I want to just really fast. So I have been watching a couple cases, just coincidentally, where the plan for murder is that the individual plans for whoever they're going to murder, they plan for them to go on a trip. They make it look like either they're getting sent somewhere, I'm sending you. In both of these cases, they were like, I have a rich family abroad. Both of these cases, actually. And these are extremely different cases happen in different places of the world. The person in question, the perpetrator, was like, I have a rich family abroad, and they have a couple really good jobs. Let me try and hook you up. And then they're like, look, I hooked you up with a job. This is where you're going to go. Ask for Bernie, blah, blah, blah. So the person that's about Bernie, to get- Bernie, Bernie is like, so that name. Whoa. Right, I'm just, I'm just making it up. So then the person, but this is obviously premeditated and it happens over the course of maybe a couple of weeks. The individual that's about to get murdered starts to speak about how they are going out of town. They're telling people, they're saying we're going out of town. Alex could have said, baby girl, Mag Mag and Paul Paul, I'm sending you on a cruise. I'm sending you on vacation. I'm surprised. That's how much I love you. I'm going to send you on vacation. I can't hear you. No, he couldn't because in his mind, the storyline that he is sticking to is that Sarah, this, listen to me, that somebody killed Paul. He was trying to put this all on the boat crash. The reason this happened is people were so angry about the boat crash that anybody would have just snuck in the property and shot him. I know, but he fucked it all up then. 
dude, he fucked everything in his life up completely in every single way. He's a horrible criminal. Dahmer would never. You know what I mean? I like, know. no, he's going to eat. Dahmer lived with fucking dead even... bodies in right. the apartment for months. No, Alec, literally part of why he fucked this up is because he jumped the gun. So he was like, I'll pretend Maggie was with me. But then like my timelines, like in my mind, it's going to be off, but it's going to be close enough. And when I get back, I'm going to pretend to have discovered the bodies. Do you know how long it took him from the time that his car shows him his car and his phone GPS show him arriving back at the property to then making that 911 call where he's like, I turned them over. I got up close. They were shot in the head. I blah, blah, blah. Four hours. 17 seconds. Oh. Within 17 seconds, he got home. First of all, didn't have the single a single moment to stop and go, I wish I just hadn't gone to my parents' house the two minutes like I wish I, I wish I had waited five minutes to go to my parents and then come back. He he went to his parents and then came back twenty minutes later. Lied at, for a long time and said it was like between forty five minutes and an hour and a half. It was like literally fifteen minutes. And the minute that he got back to the property, he called nine one one. Also on the way there and back to his parents from his parents, he was making tons of calls so that he would potentially have some kind of an alibi. Like oh, I was on the phone with him. He didn't kill him at that time. I was on the phone with him. And then he deleted them from his phone. They only found (sighs) that out in the records afterwards, like on the Verizon records that were like, he actually made a ton of calls during this time. He also, yeah, it's just like, there's so much like, like the step counter is major. It's not just for tracking your doggy walking. Okay. 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 I figured it out. This is how I would have, this is how I would have done. I would have hired somebody to do it. Somebody that I know really well. And then I would just set them up with a fucking bank account ticket. Okay. Just get That's what I'm things. saying. That's what a cousin Eddie could be. And it might have been. I hope it's his gay lover, if anything. But why would Alex Murda take the rap for another person's murder? He would have turned him in. Um. Oh, that's interesting. You're saying he didn't have help because then he would have like, why he, would he, be like he would have tried to be like, no, it was him. Right, right, he would have made like, sure there were other footprints. Right, he doesn't actually have any. But well, that's why all I can think is maybe Curtis Eddie Smith was his lover, and he's the only person he actually had his back. But no, you're right. He did this alone. I think he had the guns strategically lined up. One was on the bottom of the golf cart, so he did it from a low angle, so it looked like someone else. Because that's the whole thing. Like we spent a lot of time in court being like it, based on the angle. The person, the shooter would have had to be five, two. And it's like, okay, no, but like, that's where he's playing too many video games on too much Oxycontin. And he's, he's like, oh, if I lay down, if I lay down, lawyer. it looks like I'm short. Right. He and knows, he's a lawyer. Right. So he, he knows the way, what's coming. Right, the way he was thinking it through wasn't like, Oh, I'm just going to send them on a vacation and actually kill them. Cause I actually want them dead. He was like really trying to like, like play the system because that is what he was raised with the power to do. But what you're saying is so fucking fascinating. Again, we've been talking about Pluto in Capricorn. When did Pluto move into Capricorn in January of 2008? And what was that the beginning of the financial crisis now when we have major slow moving planets moving in or out of a sign like any good story you know i love a bookend take me back to the dentist already okay i'll get on stage i long transits have the same effect so everybody think back to what story began january 2008 not only in the collective but also in your own personal life specifically in the area where Capricorn is in your chart and the cardinal signs, Cancer, Capricorn, Libra, Aries. I'm a Cancer Sun. He's a North Node Saturn in Aries, right? So 
the cardinal signs for the last 20 years or 18 years, or I guess 15 years, right? 2008, 15 years. Mm-hmm. For the last 15 years have been hitting the cardinal energy. What is that? That's the leadership energy. And in the Capricorn department, that is the money, the ambition, the status, the wealth, the outward facing persona, the government, the rules, right? What does Pluto do when it moves through a sign? It is the ultimate power. It is arguably the most powerful planet. The slower moving planets are more powerful because everything is, it's like you're saying, like the bigger the planet or the bigger the energy. Pluto is not the biggest in terms of size, but it definitely is in terms of the motion of the ocean. If you're not like Pluto is, is the ultimate, it's your id, it's the power center, it's the unconscious that becomes so overwhelmed with abuse of whatever it, abuse of power really pluto's power it's it's the abuse of power in in that sign that then even though you try to keep it unconscious 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 it becomes so overwhelmingly like too too powerful for its own good that it then explodes and it dies so as to expose the underworld the underside of all of these power structures in whatever sign it's in and then be reborn so at the beginning of the 2008 pluto and capricorn transit it marked the beginning of a financial crisis and boy oh boy if this is not ending on such a perfect note this is it's it's like actually it's a financial and family crisis it's the same thing that cancer capricorn axis you can't have a financial crisis without it also being a family crisis because what's the point of finances other than to feed the people that you love ultimately you know like Mm -hmm. unless you're like an Alec Murdoch where you're like well we had some fun I'm gonna kill him now and just get out of here but like (laughs) here for a good time not a long time really though (laughs) that's so Gemini that is so fucking classic Gemini classic Mm -hmm. Gemini but but does that make sense about Pluto and Capricorn like that it, Mm -hmm. it had to expose the underbelly of money and wealth and government and now, as we're exiting Pluto and Capricorn, we are seeing actually just how personal and rampant between Amber Heard, Ghislaine, Anna Dalvey, and he, I love that everything's at 29 degrees because it's like this is the end of winter. Spring mm. is upon us. And it hasn't been spring for 15 years. Does that make sense so far? Any yeah. questions, comments? Okay. Let's it definitely makes sense. There's a new crop coming in. There's a new right. right. There's a now. There's going to be a total destruction of Aquarius, but we're going to move forward in the Capricorn realm with newfound structures based on what we've learned, what what has been exposed during this time. Now, why all of a sudden do I feel really good about money again? Because I've actually been doing. I, I gave up money for a 15 year Lent. That the financial. <laughs> You're on a money detox. Money claim. straight up. Straight up, but that's my karma. Eighth house, Capricorn, Moon, Mars, Neptune, with a Cancer Sun at twenty-seven degrees and a South Node square. South I feel Node like Libra Aries. Yeah. Like I am old leadership coming in here to to be the kid to stand my ground and be like, I'm back. I'm going to remain steadfast, and I'm going to walk us through this hellscape, and then I will bring us back. Like that is literally how I feel. I am the camp counselor from hell. January two thousand eight. I had no idea that I was poor. I had. No idea that I was going to be getting dental work again. And by June of that year, when I graduated college, I was, my life was not, I, I thought I was going to be Lena Dunham 
like supported. I thought I was going to just go to Manhattan and my parents were going to rent me a studio on the Upper West Side. And then I would like write my scripts and then like I would be discovered. And like, I never expected to like work. I'm a star. Wow. That's so interesting. I was never going to go to DC. The only reason I went to DC is because I literally had nowhere to go. I, I my boyfriend was like, do you want to just move with me to DC? I got a job. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And thank oh God, God I did. Yeah. My Pluto I can't believe you remember all that. I don't know what the fuck was going on in 2008. I was two years out of graduating. I was in San Francisco. Oh, okay. I was in San Francisco. I could, I already can tell you, but, but I, to me, I think it's a return to art. I was working at the circus. That's when. And now here you are back at the moon. You will back in. Dude. Yeah. You're, that's what I'm saying. You're returning to the arts. That's probably where all my kind of like deeper inferiority complexes started okay that's very pluto in capricorn Keep now going. they're gone right and that's why i actually like now... suddenly i literally feel like i had an exorcism right at the beginning of this year no that's how i feel too i feel like not even the beginning of the year i feel like when they removed the wisdom tooth and like i felt nice. first of all like i had a baby the doctor was like what do you he's uh, he's like okay the first one's out and then they pulled out the wisdom tooth and he's like second one's out and i'm like oh my god and he's like you had a baby what are you gonna name it and i was like isaac uh, so in the bible and then oh that was my big joke my big joke was that they were like when do you want to come back and i was like they're giving me times and then she, you know it was like 9 11 whatever and she was like 2 2 30 i was like stop right there like, i know it's a hack joke but like in that moment also real quick just because i'm starting to feel it and i gotta feel it to heal it but in honor of alex murdoch i'm gonna take my prescribed painkiller for this hole in my mouth oh that my i'm God, so all funny. the wiser for so Welcome to the dark side, everybody. There are two signs to every painkiller. Okay. In honor of murder. Just to get on his level. Okay. Wow. Now that I took my happy pill, I want to be clear. If I murder my parents tonight, it wasn't me. Okay. So. It wasn't me. But you caught me on the kennel video. <laughs> wasn't me. You have to remind me to show you the kennel video. It's so haunting. Okay. But I mean, if we had more time or you guys had interest and wanted to pay us or whatever, maybe we'll do it when we're bored some time. But like the astrology of the boat crash, the astrology of the roadside suicide, not suicide, roadside botched suicide. They're all fucking interesting to look at. Okay. So here are botched the- suicide. Everything about this is just a fucking clown show. Clown show. Literally to like the Very red hair, the red hair and hour. everything. No, literally aren't clown wigs red usually hair. like yeah. red? Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. That's funny. I'm not being g- gingerist. I love gingers. I'm just saying in terms of like traditional crown garb, clown garb, isn't it usually like an orange wig? What is the point of getting a fancy education in law if you're not even gonna be a good villain? Well, let me just say, I think he's the greatest villain of all time. I've given him everything and he's given us a lot with this absolutely haphazard, poorly done. (laughs) I I think he's actually given a huge amount. And I also think University of South Carolina is not that good a school and he's a legacy. It's like, come on, come on, come on. They're rich people in the low, low country. So he didn't go to Harvard, you know? Okay. Shall we talk about the crime scene? Yeah. June 7th, 2021. Moselle Murdoch. So the, the kennel video is 844 where Alex is placed minutes before the scene of the crime they died sometime around 8 49 it's like oh so alex was just alex was there was i'm really so there. fascinated in the process of being able to you know basically they're just like timing the degeneration of the cells 
mm-hmm. to be like, it started at the, and I, I'm just like, damn, dude. Basically, they were using the information from the coroner who pronounced them dead at the scene of the crime by putting his hands in the dead body's armpits, like superstar style, and based on the temperature, he estimated their time of death. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Let me tell you, no, dude. Wow, 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 wow. And there's so much in the news. It's so now. juicy. It's the, you um, know, I, I want to say, Alec Murdoch, thank you. Even though you have taketh awayeth, you know, in, in a sort of ultimate way you also are giving us so much and we will make science out of this brain of yours that we will now study and learn from we're doing science okay 844 let's call that the beginning of the end of this story okay so first of all do you remember what alex's sun and moon were gemini gemini Gemini, Gemini. Okay, so here we are at the scene of the crime. It's just all fucking phenomenal. I can't wait to dive in. I've been studying this research. Anybody write grants? We need a research grant. We're doing we're doing criminal astrology. The sun is at 17 degrees Gemini. The north node is at 10 degrees Gemini. And Mercury. We're going to start with Mercury because when we're looking at an event chart, the perpetrator, like the character, we're going to look at Mercury, right? Now, what's interesting here, too, is Mercury is in Gemini, which is a double-bodied sign. Again, interesting that there were two murder victims. Interesting that there were two different guns used. Interesting that he is a Gemini with obviously split personalities to whatever degree. And that there is talk of, and I do think we could find out somehow, some way that like maybe his brother was like the other shooter or something. Like maybe there was another shooter. Maybe, 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 maybe. maybe. It couldn't have been Buster because all he fucking cared about was Buster going back to law school and saving the family's name. Poor Buster. Like he's the real victim here. He is. And he's an orphan. We also need to do some more research on him. If anything. Well, he's about to get everything. Well, there is nothing. He's about to inherit all of his father's debts. No, it's well, that's right. That's right. That's right. He gets nothing. He gets nothing. Like that's part of what Alex, look, we are all a Murdoch. And so like, how do I cut, how do I cut my arm off without like killing myself? It's like killing the arms of the family, but keeping something alive that still had a shot. Buster's life was just beginning. He was about to go back to school to get his law degree that he because he wasn't really being like prosecuted for manslaughter yet and they didn't catch him and his gay lover romping around before we offed him he could get this money scot-free and then i could just be out of trouble you know like he Mm -hmm. was thinking like there was long-term thinking of the old capricorn kind but now it's just it's like new regime baby this is the end and that might have worked back in the day when there was no snapchat (laughs) right that might have worked pre-snapchat right that's why those years where all the pedophiles are working at disney it's like of course they were they basically didn't have phones they didn't have anyone to tell on them okay let's fucking bang this astrology out okay i'm just gonna try to run my fucking mouth so scene of the crime and actually let's get his chart up real quick alec murdoch okay so let's remember just again it's interesting to look at degrees here his moon is at 10 degrees gemini his mars is at 13 gemini his son is at six Gemini at the literal moment that that kennel video that would then land him in jail for double the rest of his life. The North node in the sky was exactly on his moon, his soul, his Mars was where the sun is. So he is like literally called on a soul level into aggressive action. When we're doing crime scene astrology, Mercury is the perpetrator Saturn at the scene of the crime at the moment of the Moselle Murdoch's was exactly trying both Alex, Sun, Moon, and Mars, but also the crime scene, Sun, 
Mercury and North Node. So that means that Saturn was basically making it possible to, in real life, carry out the thing that he was going to, you know, trying to do. What was it that was the what for? Saturn is teaching us lessons. Saturn is giving us boundaries, restrictions, blocks. So in that moment in time in the sky, in the chart of this murder, it was second house, resources, money. Also, Pluto at 26 degrees Capricorn in the sky in this chart of this moment is also in the second house. So it's basically like he is the character who in his sixth house, work life and on an ego level doesn't understand why he actually, even though he does have all of this like power and Aquarian overarching governmental authority, why is Pluto Saturn in the second house? Why is he not able to actually like make and keep any money? Like even if he's making millions of dollars, he still can't fill the hole. He cannot make up these gaps, right? Now, we also have Jupiter. Saturn is about to move into Pisces. We have his Jupiter is, or not his, the crime scenes Jupiter is at one degree Pisces, still in the second house. And then Neptune with Pallas Athena, the the last minute game-changing strategist, new strategy, is in Pisces, square the sun, the north node, and the mercury of the crime scene. So basically, this is not only are things going to get confusing and kind of messy, like like all of the the sun, Mercury, North Node, Energy, Square, Neptune with like the thinker, the strategist in the in the third house, edging towards the fourth house. Like third house is like your family, your local community, siblings. It's the Gemini house. So it's basically and also Pisces, Jupiter in Pisces. There's an expansion energy of the confusion of the the Piscean watery whatever right it's unclear how much money he stole or who actually did the crimes or you know what I mean there's a lot of like what like even though a lot of this is pretty straightforward he was there at the scene of the crime it's also kind of fuzzy and confusing and he also was coming from a place of ultimately the resource he chose was Neptune and Pisces can oftentimes represent uh, drugs. So it's like, all right, well, fuck it. If I can't get the money flowing, if I can never get our legacy back, I'm going to get all the drugs. And then I have an idea. I'm just going to kill them, kill myself, and Buster will carry on the Murdoch name. Literally, that's what this is, right? Mm. I mean, there's so much I could go on and on and on. I will try not to. But okay, just other interesting thing. The south node in this chart is the rising of the of that video of the murder is in Sagittarius. In the 12th house, we're doing Placidus, in the 12th house of this chart, but almost just inching inching into the 12th house is the wife asteroid, south node. So there's a wife being left behind, 12th house, annihilated, eliminated, right? Oh, my and God. And the north node is focusing on what we're actually going to do in real time to, like solve this problem be of service i genuinely think this is a mercy killing i think he thought that he was say maggie didn't want maggie wore fur coats she was she was like a you know she was a, he even said like fucking kill me if that's how my husband describes it. but he's like they're like describe your wife and she's like hey it was a re- she was a real girly girl <laughs> like and it's like okay what does that mm-hmm. even mean but but really it's like she's getting left in the dust also the south node can indicate jail i mean not the south node the 12th house can indicate jail so you know Neptune in the third and fourth house, there's a ton of deception that he is creating within his family that actually ends up having his no child left behind. No, this time child and wife left behind. Dude, all the children left behind because Buster's got nobody now. Well, you can't wait to see their charts. But really, 
the Chiron right on the IC of this fourth house where his North Node and Saturn are, he is literally here um, wounding from within the whole family's identity, the whole family's sense of self. Um, it's fucking fascinating. And then at, at the time of the crime, the moon in the sky was conjunct Lilith and conjunct Uranus and the mother asteroid series in the fifth house of children. This is literally the soul being compelled from at male Lilith energy where it's like whatever he's been repressing, he has been wanting to do this for quite some time. And he does think the world is going to be safer and better for everybody if they all just die because of the money. So he does something Uranus fucking out of control to his children and to the mother of his children. And in a way that you do genuinely get the sense that he thought about and thought it was like mm, kind of creative, kind of fun. <laughs> the other interesting thing about it is that at the scene of the murder, Mercury, who we think of as the murderer, is right at the cusp, but just stepping over the line at the infamous 22 degree. We talk about it all the time. The 22 degree being the killer be killed degree uh, in the seventh house of marriage and marital partnerships in gemini partnerships mirrors so he is actually doing the work of being the partner who <laughs> kills his partner oh my god dude. you see what i'm saying like he was stepping mm -hmm. into the he was the husband that did this mm -hmm. right you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. and the 22nd degree is that killer be killed degree i think he literally thought like well 22 also gemini the two and the two. Right. Duality. It, it, the two numbers, 22 and 18, are really... Um, and if you have them in your chart, don't panic. So does Prince Harry. So do a lot of really famous people because it's, it's kill or be killed. The, the 18th degree is essentially evil or the ability to, like, fight evil. But it's the awareness that there's a present. I mean, it's also in the Jewish tradition. It's also life-giving. So it's not necessarily... 18 isn't just like... Bah. Wow, that... Sarah... Six plus six plus six is 18. Six, six, six. Wow. That's really interesting to me right now. That's interesting to me too. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, Satan or Santa, you know? <laughs> yeah. But really Gemini, it's like Gemini. Gemini. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's also really interesting because if we look at the transits of the sky right now, like today, so this is right now, look how much energy is focused here in Aries, where his North Node and his Saturn are, and in this chart of the murder, it's it's really focusing us all in on on the home and the yeah. wars that were going on within the home and the wounding caused within the home, all because of money and power, and mm. then the desire to keep secrets and to actually try to help the ones that you love by killing them. No biggie, no big, no big, and then also interesting too, like. The MC of the event is in Libra. So we are talking about a marital issue. We are talking about somebody that was just trying, seeking balance, trying to make it look X, Y, and Z ways. But because of the way that certain things looked, it was impossible to not come to justice, right? We ended up having justice in the end because now he is going to prison. Also, the ninth house of this chart, it's like, you know, what is Virgo, if not pets and animals? The Vesta, the the purpose, like like the, the the torch that's from a different life, sort of leading us into this new higher ninth house, higher learning, ninth house justice was the dog kennel and the dog kennel video, mm. which led to justice. Love to see it. Simply love to see it. Also, the crime scene chart has 
Mars and Venus both in Cancer, which not only are opposing Pluto, but at this time with Mars and Venus both in Cancer, there is an energy of domestic violence in some way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and also interesting to note, Mercury is retrograde in this chart. So the person who was about to do the crime might not have been square Neptune thinking that clearly. And it might have been on square Neptune drugs. Mm. What's also fascinating is today in the sky and what we're moving into in the month of March, like Mars has been in Gemini since August. Do you understand how long that is? Usually Mars spends maybe five to six weeks max in a sign for Mars to be, which Mars is usually a super fast moving planet. So yeah, it's effective. It's decisive. It cuts its war, but it's like also keeps it moving. You know, it's like, okay, well, whoops. Mm -hmm. In this case, very rare for Mars to be in Gemini from August until it still is in Gemini. It just got out of the retrograde phase, which actually, I mean, let's see, where is Mars in the sky right now? Or not the, the, the retro shade phase. Mars is at 20. I actually think it might have even been later, but I I need to double check what the degree was when it went retrograde. But it's like right around. It's like we're still in the shadow grade, but it's like, yeah, everything is being revisited. That's been from August. Gemini. Well, well, from August. No, in August, we started to understand the new start, understand the new vision, the new story. Then on Halloween until January, Mars went retrograde. So it was like, oh, you think that's the story? Mm-hmm, okay. Then in January, Mars started to move forward again, but it started, it got to eight Gemini and then it started moving back into Gemini. So we had to revisit not only the story that we thought we figured out, but then the things that we thought would then meant we were fucked. And now mm-hmm. it's just starting to come out of the phase of like, oh, actually, we might be still in Gemini, but we are in different territory and we're moving towards cancer. We're finally going to leave. Mars in Gemini can be really scattered. Anything Gemini. It's it's lol. It's why this podcast, like I'm a Gemini rising. It, it explains a lot about me. Like, like anything Gemini is going to be like this and that, it, it, this and that, or this mm-hmm, or that. Mm-hmm. It's it's unfocused. It's frenetic. It's, it's, it's a little bit of everything. It's everyone. It's all the, it's all the different ideas, you know? Mm-hmm. Shallow, quick, Kanye just saying stuff. Not that it doesn't have or hold deeper meaning or that it actually, to me, talking it out and play is how I do my work. To me, that's the most essential form of creative evolution. But, you know, is it is it because it's exacting and exacting and true? No, it's because that's how we're fucking around. And we're finding out, you know, mm-hmm. it's open mics. So anyway, all this to say that at that time, before Mars even entered, at this time, Mars is is in Cancer. So Mars, from the time this happens, moves all the way around the Zodiac. That's how fast Mars moves. So in, in a year, it's back. But then it, it gets stuck in Gemini, where Alex, everything is, and where the scene of the crime took place. And in this case, Mars in Cancer, he's in the eighth house. He was trying to get some debts covered and fix a domestic issue by just offing the domestic 
people in the story, oh <laughs> you God. know, yeah. it's so dark. Okay. But now we can move on to the charts of the people and I'll, I'll try to be quick with it, but does that all make sense? Any questions? I just love to think of him like making these decisions, like in his mind, he's like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill Mags. I'm going to kill Papa. I'm going to just let Buster take on the legacy. And then it'd be like, dad would be so proud of me right now. Dad would be so proud of me right now. The way I'm protecting the family name and the family crest. Dad would be so proud of me right now. No, I, like, I like literally do think that like he sort of thinks that. It's like, like I, oh I think he my I think he's like Buster's gonna see that we always find our way out. Like we always find not our even way Buster. Through. It's like I got you, Grandpops. I got you, Daddy. I'm not gonna let you down. That's what I had Buster for. No, Buster is literally like, why didn't you just die? I just want to be gay and out of law school. <laughs> if you're in law school and you're getting God for plagiarism, couldn't it have been you, Daddy. Lola. Download the Patreon app or go to patreon.com backslash space trash podcast. We have the charts for all the key players and a shit is wild. Fucking fascinating. Patreon.com slash space trash podcast. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 